that's the Lynn Williams. Oh, okay. And that's the Lynn Williams, yes. And then I think when she came out, she was a lesser known in acting Vanessa Williams. So she had to distinguish herself with the Vanessa L. Williams. But then she started to get more booked, <laughs> I guess, and name recognition. And then she was able to drop the L and just be Vanessa Williams again. I think part of it has to do like with um, SAG and all that. If mm-hmm. somebody else has your name, yeah, you have to you have to change it. Change, um, it. change it to you know distinguish it. But um, oh, Vanessa Williams, very underrated singer. I jam her song. Yeah, I jam her songs every other day as I'm driving home, and I'm singing my heart out. And she did that um, something that she's done that's like super uh, underappreciated. She was in a uh, VH1 Christmas movie. Yes. Uh, a Diva Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. A holiday classic, my friends. A yeah. holiday classic. I watched that and A Christmas Story every Christmas. Nice. Like, yeah. And Chili from TLC is in that movie too. Oh, that's right. She is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what was her name? Um, Ebony something. Ebony, Ebony Scrooge. E- Ebony Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Vanessa Williams. That movie had some bops. Mm-hmm. She's also been in uh, several Broadway productions. Mm-hmm. Um, she played uh, the witch in Into the Woods, the um, L.A. revival. Ooh. Um, and this is my most uh, controversial opinion is that uh, she is better in that role than Bernadette Peters is. I, you know, I. Bernadette Peters has like this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I can't stand it. And it's like when she breathes, her nose whistles and it's just. No, Mm. Mm. yeah. I'm glad we have a um, somewhat disdain for a shared disdain for um, Bernadette Peters to an extent. Yeah, Yeah, like I, you know, I'm I'm not saying she's not talented because she is very talented, very talented. I don't care for her at all. That's. That's how I feel about Jennifer Hudson. I think she's very talented. Just loud. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Those commercials that used to come on TV, I, I don't know what it was for, but they used to like jolt me into like, <laughs> ah! I'm like, Jesus, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. just, just loud. Jesus. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> I still love that video of her singing um, The Impossible Dream on oh, The yeah. Voice. Oh, yeah, that was that was good. That yeah. was good. Like, you know, I, I I enjoy, you know, her talent. It's just so loud. <laughs> she, <laughs> she has a theater voice. Uh, yes. And, and that's, and I think that's part of the reason, and this is no shade to Jennifer Hudson at all, you know, but I think that's part of the reason that 
she hasn't really been successful as like a mainstream recording artist. Because her voice is it's it's not pop. You know, it's, it's and it's not that, really R and B either. It's not. You know, she sings R and B music, but it her voice doesn't lend itself to R and B. It lends itself to Broadway. Yeah, she's you know Effie, <laughs> right? Uh, she's Sugar Avery. Uh, I didn't like her as Sugar Avery. Did you really not? I did not. Huh? I did not. It that that bothered me. All right. I, I didn't, and I I, I saw um, with Elizabeth Withers Myers. I think that was the. One from the OG cast. Yeah. Like she embodied everything about Sugar Avery. Like, yeah, that was her. And then seeing Jennifer Hudson in the room, like, ugh. Then they came and they let um, Jennifer Holiday be Sugar Avery. And I said, what the hell? <laughs> I guess it's because, like, you know, if somebody says Sugar Avery, I, my mind immediately goes to Margaret Avery and Cha Cha Vega's voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it doesn't go to Jennifer Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go to Yeah, like she wasn't she wasn't a big voice. It was it was she was a in in the in the film and in the book, she was a jazz singer. Very jazzy like I just think about you know Phyllis Hyman. Has she been able to play Sugar Avery? I thought I thought it would have just been perfect. Yeah. You know, that's who I think of. I don't think of these big, loud singers. And Sugar Avery was seen as sexy. Not saying that they're not sexy in their own right, but they are not, they're not Sugar Avery sexy. Right. You, you, you know, and, I, sexy for that time. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. I'm, I'm sorry, but <laughs> see, Jennifer Holiday. I'm moving on. <laughs> Actually, you know who I feel like could be a pretty decent show, Avery? Who? Stephanie Mills. You know what? And I love me some Stephanie Mills. I do too. Ah. Uh, I feel like I that would that would be fun. Or um, I I would like to hear Anita Baker sing uh, "Push the Button." <laughs> <laughs> now there's something about <laughs> uh, But speaking of, while we're on the subject of Broadway, uh, I feel like I've. Talk, we talked about this at some point. Um, Heather Headley is playing the witch in Into the Woods yes. uh, right now. And yes. I could not be more thrilled. I'm, uh, she's, I love Heather Headley. Now, I made a mistake on, I think we talked about this on, it's like this, when I said that she wanted Tony for playing Nala. No, it was for her role as Aida. Yeah, so that's what she that's what she wanted Tony for. Because well, wait a minute, that ain't right. It was Faida, but she is doing her thing, and she was also Suge Avery in the revival of the Color Purple musical. So she was after Jennifer Hudson, right before Jennifer um, um, Holiday. I'm going to see if I can track down video of that. 
Mm-hmm. I I think I know where some videos Please. may be, and I can send it to you. Please do. Please do. Yes. Because yes. Heather Headley carried the Lion King. She yes. carried Aida. <laughs> um, she is, from what I can tell, carrying into the woods. It's it's fucking Heather Headley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the only thing that she has ever done that I didn't like was when she was in the concert production of Dreamgirls. I didn't like that either. It was it wasn't right for her voice. It was not because she was Laurel, right? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't mm, no. It was a no for me. Yeah, because it's yeah. It, it, like that that part's in like n- not that she didn't sing the fuck out of it because she, she did. did. She um, did. but that part is in a in a weird in a weird place for her voice. Yeah, it it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's also a controversial opinion. Um it it was it's kind of like casting Beyonce as Dina in Dream Girls. Curtis. <laughs> it just <sighs> come on, <laughs> turn your wigs around. <laughs> I just I love Beyonce, I love but, her too, but that... she's not an actress, and her voice is not right for that part. It was not. She has too strong of a voice to play yeah. the role of Dina. Dina's voice was deemed to be very airy, very reminiscent of Diana Ross. And it was know. supposed to. It was supposed to be a voice that you know, as far as the plot of the show goes, was supposed to be palatable to white people. Yes. And um, Beyonce sings, right? And 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 I'm gonna need people to put respect on Beyonce's vocal abilities. Oh yeah, Beyonce can sing pretty much everybody's song, but not everybody can sing a Beyonce song. Exactly, exactly. And you know, while while it while it was a terrible terrible film, um, MTV's Carmen the Hip Opera. Beyonce sang the fuck out of it. She did. Oh, that oh, that film was horrible. It was so bad. Oh God, that was terrible. That... At that time, they were putting Mackay Pfeiffer in fucking everything. <laughs> well, it's Mackay Pfeiffer, you know. I mean, Good. shout out to Mackay Pfeiffer, who is yes. an, an incredible actor. Very um, incredible. But he deserved he deserved better than that. He Beyonce did. deserved better than that. He did. That. Um, wow. that that movie was bowling shoe ugly. Yeah. Um, it, it it was wasn't the Brad in that movie too? Yeah, I think so. Oh Jesus. Everybody was fucking in that movie. Um, you know, it was sometimes it's just best to say no. Just say no. Yeah, because I mean, it, you know, if you look at the great pantheon of you know MTV films, it's yeah. Carmen the Hip Opera. The 15 Jackass movies. <laughs> and um, there was that uh, boy band uh, Together. Oh, they yeah. I remember that. that. <laughs> um, but like. Uh, and I used to watch Jackass for the silliness, but also for the nudity. I, that's fair. That's you fair. know, I, I was like, OK, whose butt are we going to see this this episode? Yeah. 
Okay, is it going to be Bam Margera's or the other dude that used to always dance around or, you know, Johnny Knoxville? It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nudity. That was an excellent segue. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out how we were going to get there, but um, <laughs> since we're there. Speaking of nudity, um, first of all, I want, I, want, I want to say this. Um People, when you go to the theater, there's certain etiquette that you must follow. When they say no photography, no videotaping, they mean that. Unless follow somebody the rules. gets their dick out. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Unless somebody gets their dick out. We thank you for breaking the rules. But now you're about to make it harder for everybody else when we go to the theater. Um, this piece. <laughs> it's. This piece is blessing all of social media and the world. Yes. Um, Jesse Williams. Jesse Wesley Williams. Who um, was on Grey's Anatomy. Who I think he, a few years ago, he was divorcing his wife and it was this big thing because he owed a bunch of money to her. Um, as far as like the, um, the ruling, as far as like spousal support or whatnot. Um and he won like a humanitarian award from BT Awards a few years back too. Um, Jesse Wesley Williams, that light-skinned, green-eyed man, had his penis. Got the whole meat out. All of it. Like someone every, said. Every, every inch. Someone said it's like a third leg. And I think <laughs> St. Braxton said it's like a third leg that would clear up her acne. Um, <laughs> another person on Twitter said that um, people are going to hail him because he has green eyes, light skin, and a big penis. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 I was like, Jesus, okay. <laughs> and then I saw his backside. I was like, Oh, glory! <laughs> um, I mean, that thing is thanging. It's it's thanging. The whole thing is thanging. And the yeah. name of the name of the play that he's in on Broadway is called Take Me Out. And, and it's, it's not it everything's out. But it's not a new play because I think this is a revival because it came yeah. out in like the early 2000s. And um the guy, um Daniel Sinjata, he was just recently in um the TV show on show on stars um with mary j blige and yeah um, yeah um, um, i think that's his name um um he was in that particular version a few years back and it was those pictures and that video is out too on on the youtube um but yeah, daniel sanjata <laughs> yes <laughs> mm. so um so yeah he and and he you know, bared all as well, but it wasn't as um, it wasn't as blessed as um, Mr. Um, Jesse Williams. So I was telling my I was telling my mom on my way home. I said, "Mama," <laughs> <laughs> I said, "People going crazy behind Jesse Williams." She said, "What happened?" I say, "He um, he's doing a show on Broadway. And he's completely naked." And it's it's sending social media um, ablaze right now, and I I wanted to tell her without telling her, so she just came and I said, 
well, is he blessed or is he not blessed? I said, Mama, <laughs> I said, Mama he blessed. She said, yeah, all right, then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's blessed and we're blessed. Um, yes. We're blessed in the cities and we're blessed in the field. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse, may the Lord bless you and keep you. <laughs> yes, amen. My God. You're going and you're coming. Eba shaka. There hasn't there hasn't been uh, any any new Maddie Cawthorn drops. So I mean we've been we've been blessed this week in that as well. Um, However, oh god, there's been a Steve Schmidt. (laughs) Oh yeah, Uh, Steve Schmidt, uh, who who is uh, the reason that I got a timeout on Twitter. Wait, is he the one that you told? Uh-huh. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so while while I while I appreciate um what Steve is doing, uh he can still get wrecked. That's <laughs> where I'm at. <laughs> so for those of y'all that have not been on Twitter within the last 72 hours because it's been about three days it's been longer than three days oh it's been long see it's it's just all still blending together so it started um started with the story broke that uh megan mccain um finger painted her way through another book (laughs) um and she released it and it sold 244 copies um, to which she came to said book's defense and was like, um, it was soft released on Audible and the um, people who bought the hard copy um, bought it as, as a souvenir and um, that it's doing really well on Audible. Uh, as, as someone who, 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 who writes books, um, audio book sales don't mean shit. Audible, I get free audible, what do you call those? Um, coins or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I get those for free by spending money on Amazon. So ma'am, what? Yeah. Okay. Also, um, audible is owned by Amazon. Um, and we're, we're not going to say anything negative about Amazon, um, because this podcast is carried on both Amazon and audible. Uh, yes, we... so we're not going to piss on the, the hand that feeds us. Nope. Um, so then she, um, you know, because Megan McCain is the queen of, you know, tact, she, posts a photo to uh, social media of her holding her daughter uh, behind her father's grave and placed um, artfully in front of the grave is a copy of Megan's book. Um, it's, it's as tasteless as it sounds. It's tacky um, as hell. Yeah. But uh, tying this into uh, Steve Schmidt, uh, there's 
there's a part in the book where uh, she talks about him and, um, you know, basically there's a whole like call out chapter of everybody that wasn't invited um, to her father's funeral. So old Steve-O, Steven, decided to get on Twitter and uh, just fucking lay it all out. Just aired that a whole bitch out. Like, <laughs> like people, 14 years worth of shit. Like he was holding it in like a turd doing constipation. Like he, he held that in like, and people were catching strays. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it went all in on Meghan McCain and oh. like, then he took it a step further and basically decimated any kind of good reputation that uh, the late Senator John McCain has. And can we put um, a pin right there and we'll come back to it about John McCain? I just want to put a pin right there for us. Well, because we knew he was a piece of shit. Thank like you. that's like John McCain is a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Um, he, he, he is respected by some people in our party and that's fine. He's, he's a piece of shit. The man had brain surgery and checked himself out of the hospital to go vote against Obamacare. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, I hope he's I, doing well in hell. Actually. <laughs> um, and, and mind you, he also was against making Martin Luther King day a national holiday. Yes. Also. So, that. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. and so now uh old, old stevie uh you know we're now like a week and a half into this um <laughs> and it's it's like daily people yes. like new shit comes out um well apparently you know he in in one of his twitter threads about uh john mccain running for president in 2008 um he he mentioned in passing Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin got wind of it, said something about him. So now he's turned his sights on Sarah Palin. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, Sarah, thoughts and prayers to the form, former governor because like, uh, bitch, this is this is not going to be cute, ma'am. You should have just stayed your ass in Russia. I mean, I'm so, well, yeah, well, in Alaska, looking at Russia from your yes. house. Um. Is it's like there was so much in there, like Russian interference in 2008, and yeah. a John McCain affair, mm. um, and and Paul Manafort is involved in it at that point too. Like it's, just it's, name dropped everybody. It's like dude, and then you got the, <laughs> the Republican, the Republicans are probably looking like, damn, like. Yeah. And all yeah. Megan McCain had to do was just sit there and shut her mouth. Mm -hmm. That's all she had to do. Yep. Mm -hmm. She, I mean, she didn't even like, she could have said not one word about that book. Let the, and, and that's where this all started. It's that she had to start talking about the book on Twitter because mm. nobody knew that fucking book came out. Nobody. That story dropped. We all <laughs> had a good time with it. And <laughs> 144 copies. I mean, I. <laughs> Bless her heart. You know, but she had to go name search. She she had to go name search and 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 act a fool and be a donkey. And and this is this is where we're at. 
Um, you so, know, so she has nobody to blame but herself. She bought this on herself. So Megan McCain may be the reason for the complete downfall of the Republican Party. Megan McCain and Maddie Cawthorn. Who'd have <laughs> fucking thought? Who would have thought? That <laughs> wasn't my bingo card. Thought. Um, yeah. While we're actually talking about uh, Sarah Palin, um, you know, she is she is running for Congress for for the open seat of uh, the congressman who just passed away yeah. uh, recently. Yeah. Um, she is she is running for that seat. Um, her opponent. This is where shit gets good. Oh, who is our opponent? Um, her opponent is a man um, of a certain size, uh, bald head, white beard. Who legally changed his name to Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, so we might have Santa Claus in Congress. Yeah, the only thing about that though is oh. um, Santa Claus is candidate Claus, if oh. if if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I hate this timeline. It's the fucking worst. Um, candidate Claus is a very strong proponent for Medicare for all. Oh. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling um, that he is going to get endorsed by Lisa Murkowski <laughs> um, <laughs> just to spite Sarah Palin. You're um, probably right. And you know, I don't, I don't trust Lisa Murkowski, but at the same time, you know, she's, she's tolerable when, you know. Well, not when she says she won't vote to codify Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Well, fuck her. Yeah. Um, you know, but sometimes, sometimes, you know, sometimes she's, she's tolerable. Sometimes um, like, you, you know, know, when, when, when she doesn't show up to vote and, yeah. you know, it, you and, know, the margin grows bigger so Democrats can actually get stuff through without having to bring the vice president back over from her office to do another freaking tie vote. And I think she just did her 18th one today. I today. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, not not that we mind uh, yeah. seeing the vice president uh, mm-hmm. break ties and preside over the Senate um, because yes. that's always fun. Um there was oh oh speaking of of the senate and uh intolerable uh female senators uh 23andmeemaw no uh oh. i just haven't even gotten to her yet okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh so you know there there have been protests um outside legislators homes uh in light of the SCOTUS leak over Roe v. Wade, um, there was one outside of Susan Collins's sis's house um, that she had to um, call the police to her residence um, because <laughs> these out of control protesters used sidewalk chalk on her sidewalk and driveway. And she called the cops. Hold on, let me reenact. Do, do, do. <laughs> Hello, 911. 
there's people writing on my sidewalk in chalk. I'm scared for my life. Yeah. Um, so that happened. <laughs> um, She's such a... And, 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 and can we go back to Suzanne Collins? I know it's new, but I just like saying Suzanne better because it just flows. Miss Susan Collins, Suzanne Collins, um, you said that Brett Kavanaugh promised you that he would not vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. You said, he gave me my, his word. I believed him. He won't do it. It's the law of the land. And you voted for the alleged rapist, sexual assaulter, drunkard. And now this is where we are. And now we have people outside your house writing in chalk. And you call them you, cops. And, and, they, and it wasn't, I don't think they cursed them out, cursed her out or left for family. They said, no. vote to codify yeah. Roe v. Wade. That's all they wrote down there. Yeah. And I just, ma'am. It's, I mean, they, um, they asked uh, Majority Leader Schumer what he thought about <laughs> um, the people protesting outside of legislators' homes. Um, and he, you know, gave a very good answer that, yeah. you know, that people protest outside his house all the time. Mm -hmm. um and that it's their right to do so exactly and while he was giving the quote uh his wife called mm -hmm. and he said oh it's my wife i bet there's another protest boom um they protest outside of nancy pelosi's house all the time yeah i believe he they're bitching um i believe there there's there's plans for another one um because she's not investigating um the justices or some shit um, whatever. Uh, but um, Majority Leader Schumer's quote uh, breaks with a quote by uh, President Biden uh, oh. this week, um, and I, you know, let it be known that um, I don't always agree with our president. Mm -hmm. uh, I I support him. Um, but this is one of those moments where I, I don't I don't agree with him. Uh, we don't see eye to eye on this particular thing um, because he does not agree with the protests outside of the Supreme Court justices homes and legislators homes. Um, I, I disagree. Um, but, you know, this is. I'm not always going to agree with my elected officials. You know, but at the same time, I'm not going to withhold my vote in November because, because I disagree. Exactly. It's it's ridiculous because. 90 percent of the time, people are usually in agreement with the people that they vote to put in office to be our representatives. And then it's like that slim percentage that's like, oh, and why would I throw away my vote? And allow the other party to come in that's going to try to decimate my rights like it's it's stupid it's yeah. it's it's performative and it's it's chaos agent like not like but it is chaos, chaos yeah. agent um i just 
and 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 I find myself thinking like most of the people that are loud about withholding their votes, I don't think they vote consistently anyway. I think their job or their their intentions is to keep other people from voting. Yeah. So if their voices are as loud and 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 gaining traction on social media or other media outlets, then their voices are going to help to rile up other people. Say, yeah, you know what? They're not doing enough. They're not doing a hundred percent of what I want. Yeah, I'm gonna withhold my vote. That was the shit that happened in 2000 with that demon succubus Suzanne Sarandon. It happened again in 2016 when several, several quote unquote celebrities talked about not voting for Hillary Clinton. And one person said that we can tolerate four years of Trump. We can't tolerate four more years of these types of Democrats being elected. And that person ended up having his bookstore closed down during the pandemic. He had to, he had to do a GoFundMe. Um, and, and he doesn't even vote for Democrats. He votes Green Party. Yeah. He voted for Jill Stein. Actually, since, since you brought up Susan Sarandon, and I'm so glad you did, <laughs> um, I find it interesting how a... A woman um, such as Susan Sarandon, who who famously uh, went on major news outlets and said that she does not vote with her vagina, is awfully concerned about reproductive health care right now. Make that make sense. It don't make sense. And I don't want to ever think about her vagina ever again. I, I that, mean. that cavern of, of demon souls. Um, she, she's just, it's something about those Susans. Yeah. Susan Sarandon, Susan Collins, <laughs> Suzanne Summers. <laughs> she's what probably is Suzanne, doing, what she's is Suzanne probably, Summers do? She's probably doing something problematic. No, you know what? Yes. Uh, she, Suzanne Summers, I believe, is an anti-vaxxer. Oh, see, boom, see. I could be wrong, but I I think I, I, I feel think like right. that there was there was a thing about that like a year or two ago. Only the only Suzanne I like is Suzanne Sugarbaker. Aw. Uh, Shout out to Delta Burke. Delta Burke. Okay. That's the only Suzanne I like. She's married to uh, uh, Major Dad. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You want to talk an awkward boner? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was... Okay. But you know what? That was a that was a thing with like the TV dads of the late 80s, early 90s. Yes. Uh, you know, there was uh there was Major Dad, uh there was um the TV show with uh the first same-sex parenting couple, my two dads. Um <laughs> I refuse to believe that they weren't fucking. Not... I absolutely refuse to believe. Hmm. Um, you know, Paul Reiser was a cardigan wearing queer um in in that show um yes not in he did that show with helen hunt um oh um what i like about you yeah 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 yeah. no 
No, what I like about you was uh, Jenny Garth and Amanda Bynes. Oh, oh. Um, what this, was it? I, it? I don't know. It was it was something really white. Um, like it was called like end tables or some shit. Uh, I don't know. It was some stupid. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, listeners, if you know what show we're talking about. Mad um, about you. Mad, mad about, about you. you. That's, That's what it, it is. Yeah. I was close. Uh, it was yeah. you in there somewhere. Um. Let's see who else. Um, Patrick Duffy from Step by Step. Yes, Patrick Duffy. I would even say Ed O'Neill from Married with Children. More so in um, Modern Family. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Even to a certain extent, and this is a truly awkward boner. Uh, Red from that '70s show. <laughs> I said to a certain extent. Uh, who are you? you know who else was kind of sexy though? Uh huh. Who? <laughs> I gotta get past red. <laughs> Uncle Phil. James you know Avery. What? You know what? There was something lovable and cuddly about James Avery, and the voice too. The the voice was sexy. You know, um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I can give that to you. I, I can give that to you. I can, I can. Um, Please don't say Carl Winslow. No. Okay. No. What? <laughs> what? Um, what, about, what about James from Good Times? Yeah, yeah. Um, the major from Different World. Who was married to Aretha Franklin in real life? Yeah, you know. Um, then something Thurman, Glenn Thurman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glenn Thurman. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I can see. Yes, that was that was a whole plot hole in like the last two seasons of that show because it like really was he he and Jaleesa got together, she got pregnant, and then like. She had the baby in the next two seasons. They were gone. <laughs> they were like, he was there. And yeah. then she would be she there. Was, and but then, they would never be there together. It was weird. It it was almost as weird as Judy going up the steps on um, Family <laughs> Matters and never coming back down for Never coming three. back down. Never coming um, back down. Um, I see. hope she's doing well because she went through a rough time. She got hooked on drugs and was like just not in a good place. She was doing porn. Yeah. Not that not that doing porn not that, not is that, being in a bad place. No, but yeah, I, I was talking more about the the drugs. Yeah. Um, um, you know who else was on drugs? Who? Uh, Stephanie from Full House. Oh, she was on that hard stuff. Yeah, she was addicted to meth. I'm... And she she married a like she married a Power Ranger, and like they were both on meth. And wait, which Power Ranger did she marry? It wasn't the original crew. No, 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 no. Let's see. I think it was the the like second new the second Red Ranger. Hmm. Let me see. Personalized. It was. No, okay, maybe I'm making that up. Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. 
Might be. Hmm. Some folks just look alike. <laughs> no, I, I I feel like Jody Sweden was on drugs though. No, no, she was on drugs. She admitted to that. Like she was, and uh, and it was meth. <sighs> um, Jesus. Hang on, I gotta I gotta figure out who who I'm thinking of. Um, it was it was a child star from about that same time. Um, she okay him. Uh, who's he married to though? Um, okay, maybe it's not him. Okay, I I don't I don't I don't know who I'm thinking of. Um, somebody somebody was married to like a Power Ranger and was like on drugs, and they were they were <laughs> a child star around that time because uh, there was a People magazine article about it. Uh, um, I, I can vouch for her being on drugs. <laughs> Cause I remember that coming up when they were, she did like an ET interview. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember saying, well, for her to be on mess, she still has all her teeth and you know, but she she got that full house money. Um, Those residuals keep coming in. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. Did John Stamos sing that theme song? I don't. I don't think so. Think so. I don't think so. No, because John Stamos's voice doesn't sound like that. Yeah, and John John Stamos has like there was a point where you know he was like, "You're looking good for being older." Now he's just like aged like ten yeah. years in a matter of months. Um, like like that guy from Chips. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Eric Estrada? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was mm. like, you know, he looked the same from Chips. And then, like, one day he was, like, old. Like, it it, it just, it hits like that for some reason. It's, it's so yeah. sad. It's so sad. You know, uh-huh. who looks, you know who looks good, though, who's aging, like, nicely? Who? Freddie Prince Jr. He is. Yeah, he looks good. And you know, is he still with um, Sarah Michelle Geller? They're mm-hmm. still together. Yeah. Okay. They they doing good. Yeah. It was. Uh, I feel like that's that's like the one couple that will last. I I feel I, like they they won't ever split up. Yes, they just they just seem good together. Yeah. You know, he, he used to be a writer for the WWE. Really? Yeah, he used to write the um, the scripts and stuff for Raw. And I think oh, Raw wow. and SmackDown. Um, I, I feel like he does a wrestling podcast, maybe. Yep. Uh, shout out to Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. And his father, the late Freddie Prince Sr. Yes. What show was his dad on? Taxi? I feel like it was Taxi. Yeah, I think it, I think it was Taxi. I believe you're right. Let's see. Demography, career. No, they usually list the TV shows. <laughs> was he in Chico and the Man? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Chico and the Man. Yeah, he was in Chico and the Man. Uh huh. Yeah. <clears throat> um, who was in Taxi? 
I mean, lots of people were in a taxi, but a lot I mean, of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, <clears throat> we'll find out right here. Mm-hmm. We'll find out at some point. In this yeah, episode. yeah uh, we will. Chico and the Man. Um, yeah, it was the it was Chico and the Man. That was yeah. that was it. It wasn't it wasn't a taxi. Was he also a singer, Freddie Prince? Uh, he was a comedian. I mean, that was it. I'm, yeah, I'm, he was a comedian. I'm confusing him with Tony Orlando. Yes, um, it's the mustache. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the mustache. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs>